You're listening to the Send It All podcast with your hosts, Hogan Beyer and Lucian Lauder. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Send It All podcast with your hosts, myself, Lucian Lauder, and our co-host, the esteemed Hogan Meyer. Hogan, how you doing, man? Good, thanks. How are you, Lucian? Not too bad. Just kind of hanging out. Been working on some side projects, having a little bit of fun, nice. Um, nice. but also trying to keep my head in fantasy because that's the time of year and you got to stay focused. Yeah, and nothing's more important, so, you know. Yeah, so uh, about last week, these games, what do you think? Anything surprise you? Uh, nothing. Actually, there were a couple things. If we quickly can go down the list, I can mention the... Uh... The ones that we had surprised me here and there. What, which one do you want to start with? You know what? Let's start off with our matchup of the week. It was you versus uh, Nestor. I'm holding your money versus Wes's stepfather. Yeah, so I thought fun. we – yeah, fortunately. It did come down to Monday night, although it would have been an insane miracle if we had basically tied scores or I was even up by like 10 points or something and Tom Brady didn't outperform James, outperform James White there. I think we both underperformed and obviously I got insanely lucky – with Mahomes getting injured after just yeah. putting up 10 points. So um, we'll talk about that injury in a later segment. Uh, other than that, my team kind of underperformed, and the rest of Nestor's team's underperformed as well. Yeah, that was uh, that was really lucky. Unfor- I mean, fortunately, you got to see that on Thursday, so you kind of felt good going into yeah. the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I liked both of you guys' lineup. He got a little bit lucky with the Dallas Godair. Um, mm-hmm. pick up off the waivers. Nice solid yeah. touchdown from your tight end. Uh-huh. Um, and some of your players, man. Allen Robinson has really been surprising this year. He's been doing pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah he has. What are your thoughts on Melvin Gordon, though? Uh, might not have been a great investment, but I mean, I'm, I'm glad they gave him so many tries at the goal line, which shows that he is going to be their back going forward, unless you need to rethink because he fumbled on the goal line in a key moment there. So, um, yeah, yeah, either way. Um, that Melvin fumble Gordon ended again. up getting me some points because I, I was playing the Titans defense. Nice. And I was Solid. like, shit, they have a sucky game, and then all of a sudden he fumbles. I'm like, all right, I got some points. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, so hopefully he picks it up. He certainly hasn't been when I thought he would. Philip Lindsay has also been insanely inconsistent, to say the least. Um, so, yeah, I got to do something about my running backs. But Man, you're, fi- you're four and three. How's that feeling? Good, not as good as five and two. Well done with a five-win streak. Oh, thank you. Trying to keep it going. We'll see. It'll be a tough matchup this week with uh, with Miner. So yeah, gotta stay focused. Okay, stay speaking focused. of staying focused, let's move on to our next matchup. It's Catalina Wine Mix and versus Fuck US. Eric takes this one, 126.85 to 76.45. Um, Chad continues his decline while uh, Eric seems to be clawing his way out from the gutter. Yeah. Um, getting a nice, respectable 30.45 from Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's pretty much performed except maybe DK Metcalf. Um, but unfortunately, Chad's roster just couldn't uh, live up to it. Live up yeah, to he, had another, he had another absolute <laughs> crap showing. The only silver lining for him is that his first-round draft pick, Aaron Jones, is still doing really well. But, I mean, he's got two goose eggs again with his tight end and his kicker. Um, that is just, yeah, Chad, he's pro, he's the favorite to be the toilet bowl at this point. 
which he's been there before. So, um, yeah, well, Chad, you got to do something to turn this around. Yeah, and uh, kudos to Eric for making moves and, you know, scoring more points and climbing up the ladder. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, maybe he doesn't have the, uh, what is it, the three-time curse? Three-time oh, yeah. curse? I don't know. And the the hangover, yeah, maybe maybe he's the shaking hangover. off the hangover. Yes, yes, maybe he is. Maybe he took some, uh, some Pedialyte and he's finally getting right. Yeah. Okay, Maybe. next up we've got Bama Joe and versus the Hyde Pod Challenge. Uh, <clears throat> Paul takes us ninety three point six five to sixty seven point four five. Bama Joe, yeah. Bama Joe, we thought you was gonna go places. We thought he wow. was the real deal. He just turned out to be fool's gold. Yeah, fool's Bama gold. Yep. Well, he's Good got a little bit of injury issues. Um. Although Watkins had kind of been an ongoing thing, I think. Um, but still, what? I mean, 67.45 points, Bama Joe. What's going on here? Um, well, he's got Sanu yeah, putting up almost a goose egg. Yeah. Which is going to suck yeah. from going forward because he's got uh, Jacoby Myers and Mohamed Sanu on his team as his starting yeah. wide receivers. He's got to yeah. do something about that. Well, Sanu might be doing a l- he might see a little more time on the field now with Josh Gordon being, um, you know, suspended by his own team slash put on injured reserve without his knowledge. Uh, not sure yeah. what's up with that. Um, but yeah, we'll see. He got negative points out of the lines. The, um, yeah, maybe not the best defense to start, you know, Minnesota's semi-solid. So anyway, yeah, maybe this is just, you know, a fluke week. We all have them from time to time. Not sure what's happening with Bama Joe. Paul, uh, Way to way to get lucky, because um, you didn't have much of a better week with only ninety three point six five points. So, very very poor showing on both their parts. Yeah, you know that Paul, he's up all night to get lucky. So yeah, he definitely is. All right, well moving on to our next matchup, we've got Hang with Mr. Cooper versus Cooking Pies. Man, Petey bounces back one hundred forty eight point ninety five to one hundred nine point three five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. Did you predict Thomas to win this one? Um, I don't think I would have. I probably picked. I mean, TV, he had but... Aaron Rodgers, and you, I think you said you liked Aaron Rodgers and Stephon Diggs. I think. Oh I yes, I think I did. Yeah, so I did pick. I did pick Thomas. So good thing I didn't bet on it. Um, well done, Petey. Got a lot. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins might finally be back. Um, after going in the first round of almost every 80 people, every draft around the country, uh, DeAndre Hopkins had started off extremely slow. Now he's finally putting up some respectable numbers. Dalvin Cook is healthy and as good as ever. Uh, so, yeah, PD, and the Patriots D continues to outscore everyone except for quarterbacks. It's, it's pretty insane. crazy. Insane. It is insane. But, of course, PD would get that kind of luck. That's just who yeah. he is. He depends mm-hmm. on luck. Yeah. And as for Thomas, two and five, man. You don't want to get that toilet bowl again. Better mm-hmm. do something, Thomas. Pick your team mm-hmm. up. Give him a pep talk. I don't know. Yeah. Take him out for burgers. Yeah, he's only one game out of the toilet bowl, so. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of toilet bowl, let's move on to Los Demons, Corbin versus My Cup Runneth Over. Mm-hmm. Uh, minor, man, 181 points. I know it's not the highest we've had, but that's up there. Yeah, am I, I think is it the highest for this season so far? I think it has been think, the highest for the season, yeah. Yeah, I think it has. So well done, Miner. 
your cup run, your cup run is over. I mean, yeah, your cup run is over. You've you found your team. You're you're hitting your marks and everything now. Kirk Cousins, how is that possible? But I guess I was wrong about him. And he had a couple of key players on by. So I mean, wow, he could be a force to be reckoned with moving forward. Um, Corbin continues to do pretty darn well. 129 points should win. It would have won most matchups. He just, I mean, he's got the most points against him right now. It's uh, it's a little, it sucks. I've been there, you know. It uh, it sucks, Corbin. So keep your head up high. Corbin, uh, the other one in 16, Corbin does not need to change anything really. His team is doing very well. He just needs to hope he doesn't keep running into these insanely high numbers every week. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. Excuse yeah. me. Um, but you know what? Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Like, well, I can't think of anything, but you know what? It's not over till it's over. One in yeah. five or one in six. You can still get in. You can still yeah, get in off. So definitely nobody is out of the playoffs. Both one and six teams still still do have a chance to make the playoffs. They would pretty much have to win out and have some other things fall their way, but it is possible. Yeah. And I think nobody's even clinched not making the toilet bowl, although it would be insanely unlikely if a six or five win team was a toilet bowl champ. But that is possible too. So not, everything is still mathematically, technically possible at this point. All right. Well, you heard it from uh, Hogan, a beautiful mind, Meyer himself. It's all mm-hmm. mathematically Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Next matchup, we had myself versus Robbie's kicking your butt cur. And uh, unfortunately for him, I kicked his butt cur. 125.96 to 88.43. Yeah. Uh, I did this while sitting my best running back. Well, my second best running back. Chase Edmonds <laughs> on the bench. David Johnson puts up .2 points. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. They tricked us. They tricked us all. Yeah. Yeah, Robbie also had a very surprisingly low number with Matt Ryan only putting up 4.15 points. He never should have traded Lamar Jackson. I don't get what that was all about. Um, and then the the Ravens' defense puts up 18 points on his bench, although the Jags' defense did pretty well, too. And then he's, he's dropped the Ravens' D. He had been trying to trade them to me for a while, and now they're dropped. Um, I'm not sure what's going on in Robbie's head at this point. I think he's still on his honeymoon <laughs> in his mind. Uh, oh, no, well no, no, done. No, 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 no. His honeymoon's over. Yeah. But well done, Lucian. You put a down. Yeah. Put up a respectable number. You got a respectable win. Thank you. Thank you. Felt good. Want to keep it going, man. The more wins you stack, the better you feel. The better you feel, yes. the better you are in life. That's true. Very true. All right. Have we gone through all the matchups? Let's see. We got one left. Oh, that's right. One more matchup left. It's Wes, the commissioner, versus Jason, the current league leader. Mm-hmm. And as a league leader, he takes home the victory against Wes, our commissioner. Yeah. Any thoughts on this game? Were you surprised? Probably not. Yeah, not really. But he could have won if he had started Scantling. And I don't know why now when I'm looking at it, it doesn't show Scantling on his bench for some reason. Uh, I don't know if it's a glitch on the um... – on the uh, the desktop site, but whatever. We all know he left Scantling on the bench and would have won if he had started him over any other wide receiver. Um, obviously, you got to keep Brand and Cooks in there, but over Tate or Slayton, definitely Slayton, I probably would have started Scantling over Slayton. But, um, Wes, this one's on you, man. You could have won if you'd been better because you got Jason to put up an uncharacteristically low number. 
I mean, he softballed it in for you. You just swung and missed. Yeah, yeah. This is all this is all manager error right here. Nothing mm-hmm. left to say about that. Wes, you're on point. I don't know. Too many more games like this. The owner might be uh, calling for your job. Yeah. All right. Well, that takes us through to the end of the recap. Now we must go into our next segment, which is the Trade Wars. Trade Wars. Trade Wars. All right. I believe there was one trade of note. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Should we discuss this? Is this something that you think the league would want to talk about? Uh, no, it wasn't very exciting. No potentially controversial issues going on there. It's kind of like uh, picking up a defense for one web point doesn't even need to make my crime. Yes, let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. Well, you clearly have some thoughts on this. I want to hear them. What well, do you so think first, about this? First off, my thought is uh, it's a much better trade for Wes than it is for Thomas. He picks up Aaron Rodgers and DJ Moore. Whereas Thomas gets Goffel, Auden Tate, and Devonta Freeman, who is more of a fighter than a football player these days. Um, but, uh, yeah, some people are thinking that it looks really, really shady that they recently traded Devonta Freeman and Auden Tate for DJ Moore. And that it might have been like, a, what, what was that? That was two weeks beforehand. So it might have been a two-week loan period or something like that. Yeah. And well, first, first off, is that allowed? Should that be allowed? I mean, what, what are your well, thoughts on that? Here's the thing: I we brought this up earlier with the whole minor and, and PD thing, and yeah. Wes actually said in the group me that if they had tried that, if they had tried to swap players, he wouldn't have allowed it. Wow, Wesley Miller said that. All right, wow, so, Wesley Dale so Miller said that. If it's okay. a rule or not, the commissioner says he wouldn't allow it. So. Wow, Wesley Dale Miller said that's not allowed. Okay, um, that's good to know that Wesley Dale Miller doesn't allow it. I wouldn't say this particular instance is a double standard, but it is important to note that Wesley Dale Miller said that's not allowed. Anyway, this <laughs> trade is very different when you add in two big fantasy quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goffel. Um I mean, I guess on the one hand, Thomas, well done selling Aaron Rodgers high. He finally had one of the epic performances that he's become known for amongst fantasy owners all over the country last week. But he may or may not keep it uh, keep it up. He, he's he's older. It's showing a little bit this year. He's got to shave that damn mustache. Um, <laughs> but then Jared Goff has not been that great either. He's thrown a lot more picks over the past couple of weeks. He's looked a little better. Hasn't thrown any picks in the past two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. So either way, uh, definitely better trade for Wes. He won the trade, but uh, Thomas was a little light at running back, and adding Devonta Freeman helped him big time there. So he got he did get some value out of it. I still don't think he should have done it, but it wasn't horrible, needed to be veto or anything like that. You know what? Some would say it takes a pretty big man to accept players that you traded away back onto your team. Yeah. And it's also said <laughs> that if you set something free and it comes back, it was meant to be. So these mm-hmm. players on both of your guys' teams, you better you better keep them on your teams because it was meant to be. Yeah. it's. I mean, Julia Roberts will be in the movie about this next year. So, yeah, it's that <laughs> it's that romantic. Will she be playing Wes? Yeah, she'll play Wes. <laughs> she's going to play, brother, uh, and, gonna her play brother, Thomas. Her brother Eric Roberts will play Thomas. Oh, perfect. 
about time we get those two superstars on the same screen together. I don't know if the screen could take that. Uh, it, it would be difficult, but the people need it. The people will love it. They do. Yes, they do. All right. Well, I think that was it for trades. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Nah. When I'm not making trades, not many trades are happening. Yeah, I know. Something's wrong if uh, Lucian's not making any trades. I haven't made any trades in a while. Most of my trades have been getting denied. I've been throwing a couple good offers. Uh, probably going to sit tight for this week. I don't have a whole lot of flexibility with buys and injuries and things. Um, but the people who have thrown me some offers over the past week or two know I'll probably be coming back to you next week. So if those players still look good to you, we'll see what we can do. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, moving on, we're going to Hogan's LPO Q Plus Community Update. Hogan, take yes. it away. The LPO Q Plus Community, as we all know, is that group of marginalized and disenfranchised tragic victims of fantasy football injuries. Eric Miller has never been a part of this community. No, Eric, having Josh Gordon put on injured reserve does not make you part of this community. You should have known that going into having him. He hasn't played an entire season since his first season, which was seven years ago. So get over it. Josh Gordon doesn't count. Uh, we do. I mean, we were just talking about how uh, Bama Joe has several players who had to sit out last week for his injuries. But really, the only person here who's waving that rainbow flag right now is Nestor Jimenez with Patrick Mahomes, who I was wrong about. He's been unbelievable, to say the least. Uh, the first six weeks this year, and I might artificially be correct on my bold prediction at the beginning of the season that he would not make it in the top five of fantasy quarterbacks based on fantasy points. Um, yeah, th- th- just because of this injury alone, I might be right on that, but I- I'm not going to be touting that as a victory for that pro- project uh, prediction. He got really unlucky with him going down. He's young. He's not the type of guy you should expect might get injured. Uh, I know it's kind of tough to say that in only his second real season, but um, yeah, everything he, yeah, you did the, you did the right call by, uh, you made the right call, picking him up in the second round. He's been worth everything and then some. So bummer for you, Nestor. Uh, You get to complain about fantasy injuries. Everyone else needs to shut the fuck up. You know, Mahomes was practicing again today. Yeah, I heard he might – at first it was like, holy shit, is he out for the season? Then MRI comes back as good as possible, three weeks max. Now he's even practicing again, so things are looking good. Um, Andy Reid would be a fool to put him in this week, though. I think they've got, what, at least a game – I think they've got two games on top of Oakland in the standings. So let me double-check that right now. I've got everything else open. I forgot to bring up the oh, NFL they, standings. Ah, oh, fucking Nationals one. They must put something it, in the water for football players because these guys get back from injury incredibly fast. Oh, it's called anti-inflammatories. Oh, I think. I thought it was called I know those PEDs. Are, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, Kansas City has a two-game lead on Oakland and a three-game lead on Denver and San Diego for the uh, AFC West. So they really have no reason to try and risk bringing them back early. Um, and when's their bye? Kansas City's bye uh, is... 12, oh, shit. That's a little down ways. Either way, um, Nestor should be missing Mahomes this week. I mean, if he comes back next week, most people think that's too soon, but, um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, by the way, I just saw that uh, baseball score. Did, did Verlander get the loss? Uh, I don't know I if you were, you were even watching the game. Okay. I was Sorry. not watching the game. I was... 
slightly off Definitely. topic. I watched, I watched a little bit of it at dinner, and there is a significant – yes, okay, Verlander got the loss. So this – it's not football, <laughs> but, hey, this is significant. Justin Verlander, congratulations. You were recently in a five-way tie with some big-name players. They are Charlie Librand, Don Newcomb, Bill Shredell, and Ed Summers. You now stand alone as having the most losses in the World Series without a single win. You are 0-5 in the World Series. Whitey Ford has more losses in the World Series than you, but he's also got like 12 wins, and he's in the Hall of Fame, and six rings. So, you know, suck on that. Verlander, you are Bush League, and I hate you so much. You are bad, and you should feel bad. Okay, sorry, sorry. Sorry about that little tangent, tirade there. Back to football. Did he do something personal to you? Oh, yeah. I I don't forget (laughs) about it. (laughs) All right. Well, that was your baseball update. It will be your first and only update uh, in the history of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. We assure you, anyone, any randos listening, uh, this is a football podcast, not a baseball podcast. (laughs) And primarily fantasy football. Occasionally we talk about what's actually happening in the NFL as it pertains to fantasy, and occasionally we bring up college too, but really fantasy, you know. Yeah, and we kind of know what what we're talking about. Um, We're experts. Yeah. It's funny, some of the people in the league have been um, like text messaging me and like, hey, who should I start in my other league? Like this person or this person? And I'm just like... See, I get oh. those all the time. But I get those all day long. I uh, I love helping, so I'm just like, oh, this is what I would do. I tell them to so. suck it, but, you know. Right. Yeah. I just like talking and talking about fantasy football, you know? Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to... Yeah. Yeah. I don't do it unless I'm paid to do it like we are on this podcast, thanks to our generous sponsors. <laughs> uh, yes, our sponsors. Do you want to talk about them for a little bit? I'll get I'll get to them later. They're they're cool. We've only got two sponsors tonight, um, but yeah, they are good ones. Uh, very generous donors, if I do say so myself. Well, we're actually at that time where I have to go bring in our special guest. So, do you actually want to read the ads? Sure, and actually, yeah, I guess it is a good time. I thought we were going to bring up the scandal first, but our guest oh, wait, is wait, directly. Wait, 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 wait. Well, should I forgot? I already told you about this beforehand. So, should I should I bring up this? Should I tell the whole story now, or should we have him listen as I tell it? Uh, if we have him listen, then he'll try to interrupt. He can interrupt so. all day long. I'm still going to tell it, and it's all there in the history. It's very easy to look up. Plus, okay, I have then. pictures. Okay. Well, I think it might even get... be better and create better discussion if we have him on while I tell the story. <laughs> okay. Well, we have a very breaking uh, segment coming soon, a big yeah. scandal. But first, some words from our sponsors. Okay. Thank you, Lucian. Do you want to learn how to dance? Come out to Tommy's Dance Studio. Tommy's Dance Studio is where men come out to learn and refine all their favorite dance moves, like the twerk, the twank, the bear, the moonwalk, the salad tosser, the Carlton, the rusty trombone, and the waltz. So if you've got the rhythm inside you, if you get hot when you're listening to your favorite music, like NSYNC, the Backstreet Boys, Michael Jackson and Millie Vanilli, then come out and join the men at Tommy's Dance Studio. Because as Tommy Wynn says, the only way to make it is to shake it. All right. Well, I'm back. And I'm awesome, back. man. All right. Well, we uh, enjoy having you. It's been a bunch of pressure this week. Mm. Wesley Miller, the commissioner. Explain good after- good, Good evening, guys. Good evening. <laughs> good morning to most of us. That's when most people will listen to it. But Yes. 
How are you guys? Hogan, we're good, thanks. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, how's, yeah. Abby said I have to ask, how's the baby? Oh, the baby's great. Um, we're looking forward to a good time for you to come over and meet him, you and Abby. Uh, we're starting to have visitors over now. He's okay, okay, you know, at about a point where we can, yeah. Oh, sorry, back to football. That, that's boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hogan. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're all here for what we know. I mean, we're here for fantasy football, which Absolutely. is what I hopefully know. Uh, mm-hmm. But first, before we talk about these, these games, we have a breaking report from Hogan. Hogan, what is this? What's coming through the line here? Yeah, so earlier the, this season in the podcast, there was talk of a scandal or something going on. Uh, it was a little bit of a hype and not too much. Of, you know, It was a little for the ratings, I'll admit. But there was talk about what if two fantasy owners traded players with the intention of trading them back a week or two later uh, Wesley Dale Miller, commissioner, what do you say? Would that be allowed? Uh, absolutely not. If that was the intention when they first did the trade, and there's proof mm. of that, no, you're absolutely mm. right. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Wes, what do you have to say about this comment on October 24th, 2012? This deal is contingent on the fact that I trade Detroit D for Houston D next week. You will not be able to veto the trade separately, only together as one trade. Five minutes later, Robbie responded, in other words, he is just holding Houston for me because I don't have a spot on the bench this week for them. The trade is Calvin for BJE, Andre, and Dwyer. Wesley, how can you answer this? You are our commissioner. What, 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 uh, will you resign? Wait, when was this? October 2012. 2012? You don't deny it. We have uh, Will you yeah, resign? No, it, w- it would be vetoed, correct. And yet it wasn't. Is there a double standard for the commissioner and that the that other? trade was not vetoed, or it was not? The fact that you even did it, Wesley, is despicable. The people have the people demand answers. I I really have. I mean, you guys are throwing some stuff without. You know, where's the jury room here? You gotta you gotta present the evidence before I get on trial here. He's speechless. What can we say? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, I'll. I'll there I'll was send nothing. The nothing admitted to evidence. Nothing like that. I'll send the pics right now to the group me if you want me to. <laughs> um, and then here, let's let's look at the trades themselves. Uh, hang on. Let me have one of the trades. Kibble been working Vicks. on this all week. Okay. 2012. God damn, you have a lot of time since you've been a dad, huh? October 26th, <laughs> the trade went through. Uh, Teal and Blackman received Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, Jonathan Dwyer, and Andre Johnson, uh, whereas Kibbles and Vicks received Calvin Johnson and Houston's D. That was actually doing quite well that year. And then on October 30th, then on October 30th, you traded back the Houston D for the Detroit Lions defense. And you had that intention all along. Yeah, I mean, times change, you know. There's definitely some uh, some things that have changed since then. You know, Zach's no longer in the league for collusion. A lot of collusion was brought to my attention, and, you know, we yes, did a That is the biggest red herring logical fallacy we've ever heard on the podcast. I mean, we Zach also had we nothing also to do with that trade. We also used to be a $20 league. And used to be a $20 league. 
Uh, we didn't have .5 PPR. We also didn't have a live draft. But, I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. Do you, you know, think the NFL, that um, – NFL adjusted to having leather helmets, you know. So do you think if, Do you think the second-place finish you achieved that season should be stripped from the – or stripped from the record books or the, the very least have a big yeah. asterisk next to Fuck it? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just replace it with one of my other five <laughs> second-place finishes. All right, you heard it here first, folks. He's going he's gonna to strike it from the record. Yeah, so now, now, by the way, I'm only one in five now in the in, uh, NFL final, so that's good. Uh, by the I way, I will be posting uh, photos of the evidence later, but if you're worried that I'm pulling a Thomas here where he – Take that evidence that he attended a WNBA game. Uh, you can look it up in league history. I don't think you can do it in the app each, or, or on the mobile site even, but if you're on a mobile device and you go to the uh, fantasy football website, hit that uh, three bar thing, not the three dot thing, the three bar thing in the upper left, go to full site, then go to league history, almanac, hit the drop down, go to 2012 season. You can see Wes talking about it under discussions and you can see the trade under transactions. It is all still there. It's all public record. Yep. yep. That was also, just so we're clear here, that was also when it was able to be voted on whether or not a trade would be vetoed. So that's definitely some food for thought there. All right, okay. guys. I think we broke this scandal wide open. It's time to move yeah. on to our next segment. It's the game Wacky Wab. Are you guys ready to play? Heck yes. yes. All right. First up on the Wacky Wab, we've got Ty Johnson. Going for 78 WAP to Wes. Wes, I assume you're going to kiss this. Oh, I'm going to kiss the hell out of that. Paul, the WAP whimper McGovern is whimpering in his sleep today. The guy has absolutely no heart with WAP. Uh, like Hogan said, you know, he thinks that he can roll it over till next year. That's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> California. Uh, you know, he'll probably end up spending 60 on a defense that he'll drop. Uh <laughs> But Ty, Ty Johnson, you know, the second that I made that trade with Thomas and get rid of Devontae Freeman, uh, he was he was the the clear cut. Uh, I originally had 120 wob on him, so <laughs> I got myself a little discount. Very nice. Yeah, I put all my I put all of my wab on him just in case. Uh, it was only 29, so obviously I didn't go through. Paul again trying to mess with us, throwing out 83, 84, something like that, and then clearly didn't fit it. Then also, I don't know if he was serious or not. Saying, can you tell me how much you guys are bidding? Like, I don't, I don't want to spend a, I don't want to spend a lot. So he probably secretly, secretly was serious. Yeah. yeah. He needs all the help he can get. I mean, he's, uh, never, he's never even won a title, so and he's been yeah. at least since inception. Yeah. Uh, good uh, stuff. So Hogan, are you gonna kiss this? Or are you gonna slap it? Oh, I'm gonna kiss the fuck out of it, and at the same Thanks. time, slap the fuck out of Paul. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to have to uh, – I'm just have to give it a little teeny handshake. I'll give it a handshake. Okay. Oh, that's fair. Um, I don't know. Just because – I don't know if, if Ty Johnson and uh, McKissick – I don't know what their workload here is going to be. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't – I mean, come on. You got to you gotta go one way or the other here. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slap it then. Oh, my God. I'm going to slap it go down. back to the handshake. I'm going to slap it down. <laughs> That's because while I'm slapping down, I'm kissing McKissick for 32 WAB to Richie. I think that was uh, out of the two, paying for the cheaper one, that's the way to go. 
See, Lucian is forgetting that it's it, we're in week eight now. We've played seven weeks. We're over the hump, past mm-hmm. the halfway point of the regular season, and Wab is getting less and less valuable as time goes on. Uh, so you might as well spend it. So I mean, but hey, yeah. that's your opinion, Lucian. Okay. Yeah, Paul's a Wab whimper, McGovern. Just to know that. Mm-hmm. Although I did like his little uh, tongue twister. That was pretty cool. West wasted Wab. Oh. Yeah, um, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah, he's pretty obsessed that. with me. It's kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on with that, Paul? Why are you obsessed with us? Wow, no response. Shocking. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right. All right, last up on the Wacky Wab game. It's Kenny Stills to myself for 30 Wab. Uh, Wes, you kiss on this or you slapping this? Uh, you know, I'll, even though you slap mine, I'll kiss that uh, with uh, Will Fuller out. I think that's definitely a, a good call there. Um, D-Hop, I think, is going to be the main recipient of this. So, Petey actually held on to him the whole time. So, that should work out for him. But uh, I definitely put some wob on him. But, you know, I originally had 120 on Ty Johnson, like I said. So, uh, I'd lowered it. I think I was about 18 wob on, on stills. But good pickup. I like it. Cool. And uh, Hogan, what about you? Sorry, I was grabbing a beer. How much did you put on stills? <laughs> 30. 30. Oh, yeah. Kiss that. That's, that's a good pickup. And you know what? To be fair, I did handshake your deal first. That's true. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's move on to predictions. We don't got all night. <clears throat> yeah, I got to be up at five forty tomorrow. I've got a conference call at six a.m. Jesus. Yikes. I know, right? All right. Well, let's get through these then with our first matchup. You have mm-hmm. Los Demons versus Paul will never own the trophy. Wes. You yeah, are, I mean, are you nervous or what? Yeah, I kind of feel like this is an elimination game uh, for me and Corbin. I, I just don't think uh, the winner of this gets gets away unscathed. Uh, Matthew Stafford, is, you know, he could be pretty tough. I actually think Derrick Henry could go a little yaya there. Um, I am happy with Thielen being out, and he did have Thielen in until about 30 minutes ago, so fuck. I was kind of hoping <laughs> that he'd keep him in. Uh, however, oh, that is tomorrow, yeah. That being said, uh, I do think I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak this one out. I think Cooks has a good game, uh, and I also think Ty Johnson, Ty Johnson, like Gus Johnson, is going to go off the way for a 68-yard touchdown. Mark that in the books, boys. Paul will never on the trophy by seven. A 68-yard touchdown. Okay. All right, uh, Hogan. Who do you got in this matchup? Oh, man, this is going to be a close one. Uh, I actually like both teams as much as I hate to admit it. Um, I was a little wrong about Chubb and Odell Beckham, but then again, so is everyone. They all thought they were were going to be better than they were. I thought they were going to be worse than they were. Uh, Ty Johnson could be great. Definitely worth 78 Wab, but again, Wab is getting worth less and less each week. Uh, Still a good pickup, Wesley. Um, I hate to say it, but... Yeah, I think Wes wins this one. Sorry, Corbin, you've we, we we mentioned this earlier. Wes, he is just getting really unlucky. He's got the most points against by far. Uh, yep. I think he's gonna lose another one this week. Yeah, don't worry. I should put up a solid ninety on him. So. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm in agreement with both you guys. I think Wes wins this one. Uh, Corbin got a good team, but luck is not with him, and I think that luck is gonna not be with him this week. That's mm-hmm. funny because he actually drafted Andrew Luck. That's true, yeah. It's the curse of luck. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He's had some bad luck. <laughs> that is oh. bad luck. Yes. Okay. 
<clears throat> moving on, let's talk about Hogan's matchup. How about that? Wes's stepfather mm. is pop, lock it, drop it. Jason, you uh, know, Hogan, I, I, or uh, Wes. I sorry. <laughs> I really <laughs> am just not a fan of Hogan's team. I'm going to be honest. Uh, the guy's got whoa. DJ Chark, Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon. You know, it's a who's all who's players who's who's who outscore you. Oh yeah. Well, no. I mean, we're not talking about me anymore. Uh, but Allen Robinson against uh, the Chargers. Chargers have a good corner there. Uh, Valdez Scantling, he likes, I guess, Corbin. I mean, I guess Hogan likes players that get three targets. So, um, you know, that's a big one there. Well, really, I like your sloppy seconds. That's what I like. So, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Happy's in the same room, so I just won't say anything. <laughs> that's why I said it. Yeah. But also, uh, Chris McCaffrey's got a tough matchup against San Francisco. I really think they're going to try to bottle up the run there. So that could be a chance there. Um, I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think, but i got to go with Jason. Okay. Uh, Hogan, any words to uh, – to, uh, in response? Um, well, part of me wants to be smart about this because I'm doing good in the overall, you know, weekly pick em. I think I'm up 20 to 15 on you or something like that. Um, but then, uh, you know, Jerry Tarkanian tried that with his players against Duke in the grudge match in 92, and that did not work out well. So, yeah, I'm going to have to say, no, 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 fuck that. I pick my team. Screw it. Fuck you guys. My team wins. <laughs> okay. Um, unfortunately, Hogan, I'm going to have to go with Jason on this one. We've said okay, it all along. Fair. He drafted a great team. They're steamrolling. And now with Sanu going to the Patriots, Calvin Ridley just gets a bump up. I don't know, man. It's just a really good team. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, moving on to our next matchup. We have Holding Your Money versus uh, Catalina Wine Mixon. It's our uh, our, toilet, our toilet bowl uh, champion, maybe two-time champion, Chad. Uh, Hogan, you want to start this one off? Uh, yeah, first off, I, I made a slight mistake there. That grudge match between Duke and UNLV I was talking about was in 91, not 92. Uh, and, yeah. This is so, an accurate podcast. I know. Well, hey, I, I, I get it eventually. Um, okay, so we are talking about Nestor and Chad. We, they, both of them have, like, basically backup quarterbacks. I'm sorry, Kyler Murray is sort of a backup. But, uh, you know, he's actually another one who surprised me this year. Chris Carson versus Andrew, Aaron Jones. Goddard, Goddard, Goddard scores another touchdown this week, or however you say his name. Um, but Chad just did so bad last week again, more typical of him. Yeah, I think, you know, I think Nestor's last week was a fluke. He's only projected to put up 98 right now. I think that's wrong. I, I say Nestor wins this week. Okay. Uh, Wes, do you agree with him? Uh, gosh, I was going to say Chad the whole time, but looking at Brian Hill in there. Who? Like, I mean, who? Like, <laughs> yeah, that guy's over. I think I went to high school with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was a backup then. He's a backup now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Juju's got a great matchup on sun, on Monday night. Kenny Galladay has got a great matchup against the Giants defense, which is, uh, inept to say the least. Aaron Jones against Kansas city defense. He's got some great matchups. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go the, the shocker special of the week and go with Chad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as for me, looking at the matchup, um, I'm going to have to go with Chad. Uh, not Chad. I'm going with uh, Nestor on this one. I think Chad's going to lose, unfortunately. Um, it's like what you said, Brian Hill. I mean, 
that guy in high school was just a tool, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Chad, but you all say you're gonna lose this one. Brian Brian Hill once ran a five three forty though. That's a fact check. Whoa. Well, let me not change my answer then. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> moving on. Even better. Wait, even better than that. Four five four was his uh, pre draft. No, it was a five four. He ran. It. I'm looking at it right now. Four point five four seconds. Hmm. Interesting. And we are the most accurate podcast. <laughs> it must be a different Brian Hill. I'm thinking of. Could be, yeah. It's a very common name. So he's from he's from second period. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Belleville uh, West High School in Illinois. Yeah, yeah, Newport, <laughs> Illinois. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Next game, we have kicking your butt, Curvers, Bama Joe. Um, I'll start this one off. Robbie, I told you your honeymoon was over when I beat you, but you know what? There's always time for a second honeymoon. So I'm going to give you the victory this week. Wow. For no other reason than uh, I feel bad that I beat him so badly. That was That's very nice of you. <laughs> I try uh, to give back to the community. <laughs> that's very nice. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, this is a, it's a tough matchup for Joe. He's got his best running back on by. His second best running back is a DNP. Sanu just moved into a brand-new system with the Patriots. I don't think he's going to see a lot of targets. Uh, he's still got Devontae Adams on the bench, um, who's hurt. And uh, I got I got to go with Robbie on this one as well in a bounce-back week. Okay, there's two Robbies. Hogan, are you going to make it three? Uh, well, both these teams are kind of banged up. I don't think Robbie's going to make the wrong quarterback decision yet because I'm guessing Matt Ryan is super injured if he's only projected to put up 1.46 points. Um I think there might be still some mismanagement issues on Robbie's and Brittany's team. Uh, no, <laughs> I think Bama, I think Bama Joe backs, uh, backs, bounces back again. Um, I think Bama Joe wins this one. Bama Joe. All right. Another cursed player. Bouncing back. Yep. Okay, guys, moving on. Our next matchup, we have the Jean-Lucien Picards versus My Cup Runneth Over You. Or as what would what was your name for him, Wes? Uh, I took a Cooper I and it was Brown. Yep, yep, that was much better. Yeah, <laughs> I voted for that, but I thought they were very close. Thank you, I appreciate that. They're both that. good. Yeah, they're both good. Um, oh, that means this Lucian week voted for the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but you should feel better because I feel like I'm going to beat Minor this week, even though I think it's going to be a close close matchup. Um, I mean, I feel like he's going to beat me, but I have to say myself. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. What I'll, do you guys think? Convince me I can win this, please. Uh, you know, I think that's, that's going to be a little tough. Kirk, I mean, gosh, does every single person he have have, like, the best matchup or what? Kirk Cousins, John Brown against Philadelphia, Cup against Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, that's just some great matchups. He's got the Rams defense as well. Uh, you know, you're a little bit banged up here, unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah. And he's got, you know, Saquon, all bark, no bite. And I, but I do have to go with Miner in this one. And strictly because of matchups, uh, I do think you have the, the far superior team to Miner's little bitch ass. I don't know. Miner's got some good players. Excellent. Is that me? Oh, shit. I only got 10% battery left. 
Yeah, I'm I'm low too. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, Hogan, what what do you what are your thoughts? Uh, both are pretty good teams except for your kickers. You guys are both really lacking on kickers. I've dropped both your kickers already this season, so gosh, <laughs> like do better. Um, but I, no, I think I think uh, Lucian's team is a little superior. I love the trades he's made, uh, picking up Watson, Tamara. Um, even though I was part of helping him get there through Bell. Um, and he did a good job getting Murray as a backup for when Tamara's injured. I know it doesn't apply too much this week, but he's making good moves. He's still making good moves. Barkley, is he going to bounce back? We don't know. Cooper Cup, probably going to do well. He does have some good – you both have some pretty good matchups and good lines this week, but I think Lucian takes this. All right. You know what? You guys are giving me confidence. I'm saying with confidence, I'm going to win this one. Wait, I, I voted for Miner. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> my confidence is gone. <laughs> Sorry. My cup right. runs over, you know. <laughs> Are you keeping track of these? Yeah, I'm keeping track. I'm writing them down. Okay. All right. All right. Good, I'm good, focusing good. all my attention on that and not podcasting. Okay, right. moving on. Fuck you, Wes, was hanging with Mr. Cooper. Uh, this is Thomas versus Eric. Uh, Wes, why don't you take it away? Who do you think is going to win this one? Yeah, this is a this is a battle of quarterbacks for sure, um, and that's kind of where I got to leave the edge there to uh, Thomas. Thomas is back is against the wall. You know, he's been a toilet bowl champ a few times before. Um, you know, I don't think he wants to have that happen. Diggs is going to have a massive night tomorrow night um, against Washington. So I really think that uh, Thomas is pulling this one out. All right. Uh, Hogan, what do you think? Um. Well, Jared, Jared, are we still here, you guys? Yeah, yeah we're all here. Okay, I heard some uh, battery sound there. Um. Wes always thinks Jared Goff is going to do well and is always wrong about it, especially when it comes to the fantasy matchup. Um, I beat Wes when he was starting Jared Goff. I mean, uh, that wasn't this season, but uh, no, but I beat Miner, and Wes predicted uh, I would lose that because of Jared Goff. Um, but looking at the matchup, uh, Philip Rivers, I don't like him, but he usually does pretty well. He's got some solid running backs going on. Now I say Eric takes this one. Wait, 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 no, wait, never mind. You starting the Chiefs defense against Green Bay? That could be problematic. Um, ah, God damn, this is close. Uh, yeah, I still say Eric takes it. Okay. Um, I also think Eric takes this one. Um, just looking at the different teams here, uh, Thomas recently made a trade that we thought wasn't that great. So <laughs> on that reason alone, we got to downgrade you, Thomas, and pick Eric to win. All right, guys, this is our last matchup of the week. Some might say it's the meh game of the week. It's the Hyde Pod Challenge versus Cooking Pies, the three and four versus the three and four, Michael and Paul, battling it out, mano y mano. Hogan, who do you like in this bout? Um, let's see. I'm going to look at Jacoby Brissett. What is he? Has he been good at all? Yeah, he's been okay. Inconsistent, though. And this week he's going against Kobe. Denver. Uh, let's see, you got another D. Johnson, but okay. Yeah, I think uh, Michael takes this one. All right, some thorough analysis. Yeah, better players. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I think DeAndre Hopkins is finally doing what we thought he was going to do. Alshon Jeffrey hasn't been that bad. Dalvin Cook's been great. Um, where really all that, uh, that Paul has going for him is mainly Austin Eckler, and um, that's about it. So, yeah. Uh, Wes, what do you think? 
Uh, you know, this is this is definitely a tough one. We got Meh, Michael Peters, and Paul Meh Govern. Um, <laughs> nice. I think judging by this, I got to go with uh, Meh, Michael Peters, in a, in a shocker special. D-Hop is going to have a monster game. I, I'm predicting 27 points. Wow, wow. I hope so with uh, with me having Watson. But, Hogan, who did you pick again? Hey, guys, I'm going to have to – Michael. Here real quick, but all right. All right. Take care, guys, Wes. I hate you all. Bye. I hate you all. See you, man. Uh, so Wes picked. Who do you pick again? Uh, Wes picked uh, Michael. Michael. And then who did you pick? Michael. Michael. Uh, I'm gonna have to pick Paul in this one. I think Paul's gonna win this one. Um, looking over his team, looks like uh, I don't know Michael Thomas. When you got Michael Thomas on your team and he's got F1. Oh, I oh, didn't man. see that. Yeah. Oh, Michael Thomas. Yeah, he's he's been really good. Uh, Hyde, you know, gets volume. Eckler gets those pass catches. Ingram's going to go off again, maybe. Uh, the only question mark I have are Brissett and Deontay Johnson, but you know what? Uh, Steelers coming off that bye week. They might change up their game plan, uh, get mm-hmm. Deontay involved a little bit more. Um, and Brissett, you know, I think that's a solid streaming option. So mm-hmm. I think all the stars go into a line this week for him, and he'll get to feel that feeling of being 4-4. Four and four. Yeah, which and then which ma- that's all we've gone through all our matchups now, right? Yeah. Which one did we say was our matchup of the week? Um, we didn't say one. Do you think any of them stand out to you? Yeah, I'd say you and mine are definitely stands out to me as what's probably gonna be the most exciting, highest scoring. What about you? Uh, I'll go with that. Sure. All right, so that's like the matchup of the uh, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So minor, extra pressure this Sunday. Let's bring yeah. it. I hope you bring the trash talk over uh, group me. It's going to be fun. He does pretty – I mean, I don't know if this was pressure for him, but when I had 50 bucks on him against Wes, he did remarkably well. So I don't know if that was pressure for him or not. But I think he thrives in the spotlight, obviously. So this uh, could be a big boost to him. Um, might hurt my prediction uh, – can't say anything right. My prediction of you to beat him. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so that's our match of the week. The meh matchup is uh, PD and Paul. Um, but yeah, either way, it looks to be a pretty good week. The only one I'm, to be honest, the least excited about is my matchup with Jason. That's not going to be easy, to say the least. Yeah, that will be a fun one to watch. 